can you? <laughs> I'm live, man. <laughs> we got Casey's girlfriend, everyone. Casey's yep, girlfriend. That's her giving me the old, the old bunny ears. Hello, everyone, and welcome to issue number 183 of the Bad Cody Funky Podcast. Tonight, we're diving into the latest and greatest, craziest events that have happened over the past, let's say, week or two, roundabout. Tonight, we're going to be joined by four of our wonderful, wonderful castmates as Dave and Serge have been killed at Star Wars Celebration. Rip in peace. Rip in peace. That whole bonus show that you watched yesterday or listened to right before this one was all a hoax. I don't know who did it, but I'm guessing it's one of these three gentlemen joining us tonight. So let's hear the excuses from Dot Chris. I was killing someone else at the time. Mm, That checks out. That checks out. TV's Casey. I actually did not notice that they were gone. Ooh. I I plead ignorance. Jay's Mac. It was probably me because I don't have the wherewithal to defend myself. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry. And it couldn't have been me because I was in chat, so I was clearly there the whole time. Let's face <laughs> it; I'm likely the one who would kill somebody. Also, anyway. Greg is a bot. <laughs> More like botster, Greg. Bot. Ooh. Hey, Greg. To prove you're human, can you circle these five traffic lights for me? <laughs> Mm. Spoiler alert, there's only four. Mm. There are four just, lights. Just, sparks just <laughs> shoot out of his fucking neck. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. <laughs> Now that we've gotten all that business out of the way, let's just jump right into it. Current events, movies that have come out. Casey, tell us what you got. Let me hit you with the hottest takes deep from the underworld. Okay. Have any of you seen the new Hellboy movie that came out this past week? Oh, you mean the I didn't Army? know a new Hellboy movie came out this past week. Oh, it I did. didn't know it came out this week. Yeah. Oh, it did. Have Have you oh, noticed anything regarding its Rotten Tomato scores, a.k.a. the only barometer to judge upon which a movie is good? I will in like two seconds. Yeah. Well, the last time I checked it, a.k.a. when I went to go see it, it was in the single digits. Oh. Yeah, that is a category normally reserved for things like Batman and Robin and Ballistic, mm. X versus Sever. It the is first... in the double digits now. Yeah, it's 15, uh, it's 15. whole percent. Okay, so Ooh. it's uh, it's marginally better than apparently I expected. Here's the thing. It's bad. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah? It's, really? It's real bad. It looks so good. Now listen, I am currently working on what appears to be a term paper's worth of literary criticisms regarding this. Because the film was originally pitched as a more comic book accurate interpretation of the character. Mm -hmm. Because Mike Mignola, the original writer-artist who did it, was apparently very unsatisfied with the brilliant fun of Guillermo del Toro and Ron Perlman. Hmm. And listen, it's his baby, right? So you think, who would know Hellboy better than the guy who first put him in comic books? The actual character himself? Yeah, yeah. well, I guess, sure. Mm. <laughs> they, the adaptation of this, they they cherry-picked about six stories that 
were not available to be touched at the time that Del Toro was working on it. So most of these stories are from like later than 2008. And I'm sure that's deliberate. But the problem is David Harbour's Hellboy is this angry, bitter, ugly looking teenager. And it does a complete disservice to the character. Interesting. Yeah, you know, if, even if you just watch the movies, you know that Hellboy is this sort of, if you'll pardon the pun, although we never pardon puns on this show, a devil-may-care kind of cavalier but sort of chill blue-collar guy who just, he happens to be half-demon and he hunts monsters for a living. Mm-hmm. You know? In the comics, he's very more, he's a lot more reserved. He doesn't really swear. His whole attitude has sort of been there, done that. Like, I've seen it all. I've prepared for this. I've been doing my job for you know, 50 years. The movie Hellboy in 2019 has this Hellboy never having left the Bureau for one reason or another. He's never found out the truth of his origins. He's just been doing this job since 1952. And it takes place. Did he find out he's adopted in this movie? (laughs) (laughs) Who told you? I mean, he knew he was adopted, but they throw in these weird twists. Like professor broom was originally like sent to kill him. Instead of just investigate this weird Nazi thing that was happening and there happened to be a demon baby that spawned from all they were working on. Mm. There are some fun things in this movie. He fights giants in a pretty neat action sequence. He fights a luchador turned vampire bat. You know, there's a cool ass guy who turns into a jaguar cat. But for all its claims to be more comic book accurate, it somehow manages to get further and further away from the source material. That's unfortunate. In ways that boggle the mind it's like so interesting that's the direction they took because everyone's seen that like the more accurate you keep it and the closer it is to the source material or at least the spirit of the source material the more money you will get yeah wait it's just how it works is there no abe sapien in this movie there abe spoiler does anyone care about spoilers i not, am not gonna shut it down movie. shut it down right now shut it down shut it down i don't care but i'm sure someone will care okay well there are there are teases for other characters that's from the Hellboy universe towards the go. end of this movie, okay. uh, but everything that's in this movie you've seen in the trailers. There's no surprises, oh. hmm. um, which is really amazing because I'm like I'm watching the trailer again as we're broadcasting live, and I'm just like this tells you everything you ever need to know about the movie, and it's wow. really it's really depressing in hindsight what this right. could wow. have been because. <sighs> The CGI is a mess. The acting is wooden. You, my my immersion, my my suspension of disbelief, just everything was shattered in the first five minutes. I I don't know if I've ever been more disappointed in a comic book film. Yikes! Yeah, it's that's saying a lot. It, I I think you should go see it eventually in your on lives. HBO. I that's wouldn't pay for, for it by yeah, any means, but. You're suggesting we pirate it? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I, I, I wouldn't even risk like pirating or walk like theater hopping to see this yeah. right now. Like, you know what the real tragedy pirate. is too, and and you guys wouldn't know this, but the actual run of Hellboy comics ended on Wednesday. Oh wow! They really? put out the the very last issue of BPRD. Yes, this movie was so bad they canceled. It the killed comic. the comic. No, they, <laughs> they've been they've been failure. They've been ramping up to a big conclusion in the comic book too for a while. Okay, um, and it just coincidentally it just they both sort of died in the same way each week. Uh, 
and both of it breaks my heart. So it's just, you know, it's it really feels like the death of a franchise on two fronts. That's that's unfortunate. I know. I just I mean, I, give it time. Maybe they'll get good old Ronnie back in the in the red. If only. What Maybe. a what a parallel earth that would be. See, Radio Jones is kicking back in his house right now. Yeah. Being like, "Hey bro, did you see Hellboy 3? It was no nothing compared to Spawn 7, but I'll tell you. <laughs> hell of a movie, bro. Hell of a movie." This movie, so the fact that Ron Perlman isn't even in this movie is actually really kind of funny um, and how much they just shot themselves in the foot. Like, my dad loves Hellboy 1 and 2. Like, yeah. just absolutely loves them, the movies. So um, my mom called me and she's like, yeah, like, I want to get your father out of the house. And I was like, oh, like, you know, Hellboy came out. And she goes, oh, he won't see that. Ron Perlman's not in it. I'm like, even the non-comic book fans out there. Or just like, oh, Ron Perlman's on it. Listen, yeah. we got big brand loyalty, man. <laughs> yeah. And that goes deeper than just the character. Yeah. I like, found it pretty funny. It's, it's, I just feel so bad, too, because I like David Harbour as an actor. Listen, his he is good as the Hellboy that he is. Okay. It's just he comes across as so thoroughly unlikable. Ugh. Like, you know, you want, a, you want a protagonist you can root for, but when your guy is like, oh, all I ever do is kill monsters, but I am a monster... So I'm just going to join the monsters. You're like, no, idiot. No, that's the opposite of what like, we should be doing. The new, the nuance that's in Hellboy 2 where it's like you're, you're literally killing the last of your kind. Mm. Look at what you've become. You know, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a balance there and it's handled really well. In this one, it's like all the monsters are evil. They don't have their own sense of society like they do in the other movies. It's just why, why, what, why would you try and get the audience sympathetic to... A group of creatures that literally skin and behead people in the street. Yeah. It's just, the choices are just so bad. And I, if you want to hear more, shoot us an email. Because I've got words. And I will (laughs) probably publish words. Casey will send you his manifesto. I'll give you my (laughs) anti-Hellboy manifesto. Things things have changed. That's all. That's, I mean, (laughs) are there kittens in this at least? Uh, no, no, God come on. It. There are no cats. I'm officially off, off the no, bandwagon. No cats yeah, to, to speak of. That's 200% less cat. Um, the one thing I really want to know is how is Ian McShane in the role? Cause it, he's not like, like, I don't believe that he's like a, the right actor for it. You know, I can tell you one thing. He is yeah. also so thoroughly unlikable. Oh. Jeez. He has well. none of, like John Hurt is like this older, refined gentleman. He's mm. a real father to Hellboy. You see the dynamic between them. In this one, he's just like Hellboy, fuck you. Your job is to kill monsters. <laughs> I'm pretty you, sure Hellboy. I'm pretty sure that's an exact like line from the film because they swear like sailors through this oh, entire geez. thing. They're like, Oh, we've got an R rating, we are gonna milk this to death. And I'm like <laughs> No man. That's what's well, that's sad. It's bad. Yeah. It's just it's 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 crushing. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move right along. I'm sorry to bring everybody down tonight. We're starting off with there's, a real. There's well, g- there's good stuff on the horizon, guys. Don't worry because Sony kind of, but not really, announced PS5 today or this week. Yeah. Oh. And by kind of, I mean they brought a reporter to their place and were like, "Hey, you want to try out a PS5 thing?" Yeah. Um so I mean it was it was like super low key. 
rollout on this one. Um, basically, they don't actually have the the full on like hardware of like put together they're just uh, like they, hey buddy come come on over to my mom's place yeah. i got the uh you know groundbreaking next generation of consoles yeah you know what they had they had a pc that's what they used. that is correct oh like a <laughs> like a dev kit kind of thing yeah. Yeah. which is what they always do it's actually the same thing they did with the ps4 as well um but uh they apparently they did a little demo with a with spider-man and um they talked a bit about the specs um where they got the amd ryzen card in there for the cpu um and an amd graphics chip as well um oh no no sorry amd raisin line is the cpu and the radeon's Navi yeah. family is the cpu my bad so they got a really inexpensive processor that yeah. actually has a ton of cores to it that's basically what they're yes. telling us uh, but yeah. the big nice. thing that they wanted to show off and talk about is that they are going to be supporting ray tracing Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's basically if you have a a light, you can actually have the light or in reflections happen off of surfaces that do dynamically interact with the other things that are moving around, which right. is super crazy looking and improves the lighting. Um, and this will be the first time that we see that on a console. Best, best example, take a puddle, take a seagull flying over that puddle, you smack the puddle, it's going to make the seagull's reflection also shake as it's moving. Yep. But then you also erase the puddle when the game yes. comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bananas. <laughs> uh, they did also talk about that supposedly it will be back, backwards compatible with PS4. I'm which, very excited about that. Which is really cool. Uh, as yeah. well as... So That's like, cool, yeah. Which is kind of cool because it sounds like when they released the PS4, it really sounded like they were releasing the foundation for something to really be to build on, um, which is why I'm not super surprised that they may continue, make it more like a computer where they just kind of release a new version of it that can do everything the old one did plus more things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. My question about this is what what do you guys think? Like what building do you think they're gonna model the PlayStation Five after? Because <laughs> for us in Boston, right? If you look at a PlayStation Four, like the original console when that dropped, mm-hmm. uh, that was modeled one hundred percent after what we call the John Hancock building. Uh, if you guys look at it and you look at a PlayStation, you will not see a difference. You won't be able to tell <laughs> what's what. Um, and now anytime I look at the John Hancock Tower as I go into work every day, I'm like, that's just a fucking PlayStation. That's just a 700-foot PlayStation. Yeah. I don't know and what this Jason is. Jason stops by and he tries to put in his copy of God of War into the side of it. And yeah. They get angry. Still, still haven't get, played it get, yet. Get it. Get, <laughs> get it, it in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've yeah. just respected that game so much. I've had it day one. And I haven't played it once. I haven't even looked at it. <laughs> oh, Good man. Lord. Um, and I don't care. Personally, I'm hoping for the Leaning Tower of Pisa. <laughs> that would be a nice little... Or what about uh, Notre Dame? Oh, oh I was just going to say, there's a really low brow too soon joke Woo! in there. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, oh, also, it's going to have the solid state drive. So things mm-hmm. should load quite wonderfully. And also, if nice. you haven't upgraded your PS4 to a bigger hard drive or an SSD, you're missing out, bro. I got to tell you, it for me, it won't, it won't feel like a PlayStation without long load times. Don't you remember just... Being like five years old, popping in Crash Bandicoot, and you got like thirty seconds before the level even starts. No, no, because you got all that time. Just to... It was nineteen ninety two. Okay, yeah, <laughs> you just gotta I ramp was... up your anticipation. I was twelve. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoops. Um, 
Yeah, PlayStation Five is going to be pretty interesting. I think it's a bold move on Sony's part to kind of have like a lower actual reveal, like because Microsoft's probably like banging on um, on E3's door, and it's just like, hey, we're going to make this big spectacle. I would assume like got all these things in going because that's kind of what they do. And Sony's like, oh yeah, hey, you one guy. It's PlayStation 5. Cool. Go home, Microsoft. You're drunk. <laughs> yeah, we didn't Digital only. Are you crazy? Oh, man. Microsoft? That's PlayStation, though. We didn't even try. We're just releasing it. Who cares? Microsoft's like, like the one of the only big names that's actually going to E3. Isn't I know. It's so ridiculous. Backed out. PlayStation ain't, ain't even going to be there. Probably because they work on this. This new digital-only console, too, which is actually hilarious because the only reason why I'm keeping my Xbox One S is because it has an, uh, a 4K Blu-ray player built into it yeah so they're like oh that one thing that makes us better than the playstation 4 eh, just get rid of it it's fine i don't need that <laughs> yeah like, oh cool Dumb. right on right on um so i think it's me next right yeah so shazam came out last week oh did it and shazam i am very happy to say that i really really enjoyed it like this is uh for me it's a turning point, I think, for for DC and what they should have been doing and what I've been telling them through this podcast that they obviously listen to, that, mm-hmm. that they should be doing. They should be focusing on characters that are not quite as well known as Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. They should have a sense of humor about it uh, with with some heart as well and just kind of take off. Is this the best comic book movie ever? No. Is it the best DC uh, at least recent DCEU movie ever. Hit her. Mm, debatable close. with Wonder Woman. I, I mean, I, I think it's not. I don't know if it's as good as Wonder Woman, but it's it's up there in terms of pure enjoyment value from beginning to end. Yeah, I would I would put it as probably my favorite DC movie. That's, that's fair. Like yeah. ever out of all of them. Yeah, I mean, if you. The only other contender I can think of, and I mean going way, way, way back, would be Batman Returns. Um, okay. In, ter- in terms of a movie, I could just pop down and be like, "Yeah, that's the stuff. That's All what right. I like in a comic book movie," you know. Yeah. But this was just a—it was a barrel of laughs. It was true to the character. I, mm-hmm. You could tell all the actors and everybody in it was just there to have a good time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They they got to have Mark Strong as a villain and not a terrible one this time. <laughs> so they did a really cool thing with the villain um and we'll we'll do some spoilers for this one because i really can't wait to, to kind of dive in a little deeper um they made him relatable he's not just some like evil douchebag yeah. like there's a a point to him and the whole thing is actually kind of shazam with the wizard shazam's fault to begin with yeah mm-hmm. if you really think about it does he um, sing country road he does not know. I no. hear, though, there is a deleted scene right before he murders everybody in a boardroom <laughs> where he just kind of walks and he's like, take me home. That boardroom scene, Scottish accent. Yeah. It, that was so reminiscent of, of Dogma, that whole boardroom yeah, scene. Yeah. Like, there are little callbacks here and there to this movie that I really like. Uh, some of them are really obvious, like um, when he goes in, into a um a mall to hide from the bad guy and uh he steps on a giant piano which was fucking amazing yeah because the whole time like the way you can best describe shazam is it's big if instead of being tom hanks he was a superhero 
Yeah. Yeah. And he can go back and forth that way. Tom Hanks is a superhero. I was just going to say, if given the choice to either turn into a superhero at will or Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. I might choose Tom Hanks. I might might choose Tom Hanks. Hanks. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. He's nearly a billionaire. (laughs) His voice is amazing. I mean, a superhero will always have his critics, but Tom Hanks will be loved forever. He's both Sully and Walt Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. Um, And Captain Phillips. Yeah, Zachary Levi jokes. did a, a really good job, I think, as Captain Sparklefingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they didn't say his name, although I don't know how Very they clever. would have in today's climate. Yeah, and that, that's the other big thing too, right? Is this character's name is Captain Marvel? So they obviously didn't want to use that because Captain Marvel came out. Wait, there before. Oh my that movie. god! Yeah, that's so weird. Like I completely blank that part out of my head that his, that's Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I that. And like that was the first Captain Marvel in my brain ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. When they were like, "Hey, it's Captain Marvel." I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's you know, that's him." Billy yeah, Batson, the old Shazam guy, yeah. having yeah. having punches with Superman on occasion. And yeah. then they did that. I forgot about his name. Oh. Yeah. So the rule used to be, they could call him Captain Marvel in the comics, but any comic book about him had to be called like Shazam or Power of Shazam. Mm-hmm. Or Superman slash Sazam First Thunder, which, if you're listening, best introduction to the character you could probably ask for. Mm. Um, also, a movie, mm-hmm. which is great too. <laughs> it's a shorter movie, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, the whole rights thing goes back, it's got so many problems since the 40s it's between them and a lawsuit with Superman, and then Marvel cr- pick, trying to pick up the rights for an absent character, then the character coming back in 1986. It's a whole. You can look it up, viewers at home, but I guess he's just called Shazam now. Yeah. Or he doesn't mm-hmm. have a name. He's he doesn't just, have a name. They, they just, kept on dancing around it, like Captain Sparklefingers. Um, what else? There was a couple other ones that they used. But, um, I mean, it's the humor in the movie is fantastic. They, they did call scene. him Zapped in America at Zapped one point. Zapped in America, I do, yeah. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> a good time. The, there's a scene where he's um, doing, he's pedal, he's panhandling, essentially. So, he has, like, he's literally. Oh, yeah. the, the term is busking. Busking, okay. I know this being a native New Yorker. Okay. So, he is, like, shooting lightning from his hands while singing that he's shooting lightnings from his hands. To Eye of the Tiger, on top Lightning of my hands. the uh, the stairs uh, with that Rocky ran up in mm-hmm. in Rocky, and it's just like it's those things that make it great. Uh, it's the callbacks that also make it amazing. Like we we talked about the uh, the big Easter egg. There is plenty like this blatantly exists in a world where superheroes exist, and the DCEU is not like written off. So like you have. Batman merch everywhere. You have um, a shawarma that Superman only from the chest down that you see shows up. <laughs> yeah. Um, you So you have like all this. The post credit scenes has like Wonder Woman in it and Aquaman and all this stuff. He invites Wonder Woman to prom with him. It's yeah. Great. It's awesome. Oh, I missed that. Um, I didn't see that. It's in, the also, anim- it's in the animated credits. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, uh, you, know, you, you also see a future villain show up, uh, Mr. Mind. Yes. Which is really neat. I was the only person in my theater that got excited. I think I was too. I'm like, oh my God, he's they, got he's got a little robot voice and everything. They went to that little like caterpillar. Like the little like not well, like the little like thing that he's in. He's a caterpillar. Like, he's a, yeah, but I mean yeah. like I didn't want to say that, but 
He's more than a caterpillar. He's, he's Mr. Mind. It's, it's so they like, like they pan and his you see him. And I'm like, is that Mr. Mind? And I was like, mm, I, maybe. Maybe it's just like a throwaway thing. And they pan later and he's gone. And I was like, oh, geez. Oh, this is not great for the space-time continuum. No, 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 mm-hmm. no. Um, there's a really if cool part. If you'd like to know more, please read 52. Yeah. Um, there's a really interesting casting decision where the whole time I'm watching this, you have um, his best friend, Freddie yeah. Highmore, I think his name is, right? Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. Freddie Highmore is the is the actor. Freddie Freeman. And I'm like, wow, this guy is a lot like Seth Cohen from the OC. Yes. Like he a looks lot, so much like him. A lot acting like him. And he's got like the mannerisms and all that stuff down. And there's a really cool part. And this is super spoiler at the end where um, Captain Marvel figures out that he could share his powers with his adopted uh, brothers and sisters, essentially. Or not adopted, but foster brothers and sisters. And they become the Marvel family. And they become the Marvel family, which is a bit rushed, I think, for the first movie. But I still didn't really care too too much. It's not the worst thing the DCEU has ever done. I'll say that. And Uh, and it works with the the whole use of them in this film mm -hmm. as sort of coming together to be part of something greater. Yeah. And then, so the first thing I did when they when they all turn into adults, essentially, the first thing I did is I looked for Captain Marvel Jr., which is his name in the comics, or CM3, because he can't actually, in the comics, he can't say Captain Marvel, because then he'll turn back into Freddy. Yes, that is his, his transformation word. Yeah. I don't remember what Mary's is, though. Hers is just Shazam. Okay. So then yeah. I was looking at him, and sure as shit, Seth Cohen, Adam Brody. Yep. 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 I was like, I was so happy. About I, that. I literally like, I don't do this. And like, I know Dave like stands up and like, does his yeah, like a lot. I never done it in the theater. And when he, when this is the closest I'll get to it, when that, when I saw that, I was just like, fuck yeah. And there's this like <laughs> nine year old kid next to me. And I was like, oh, sorry. don't worry about it. Just bitch. Chris it's Don't okay. worry about it. Chris Mika. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is, this is the direction I think the DCEU needs to go in period. Yeah. You know, next up, Blue Beetle Booster Gold movie. No, Guy Gardner is Green Lantern movie. I got, I got ideas. Nobody likes Guy Gardner. Everyone likes Guy Gardner. Guy oh my god! If you get an older Guy Lantern. Gardner and make him Dennis Leary and make it rated R, but like in a oh, Dennis wow. Leary rated R way, not like a oh stupid god. Zack Snyder rated R kind of way. Mm. Picture that. You were talking about um, callbacks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like so, uh, the the villains in this movie, you know. They they play off of the seven deadly sins, right? Oh, uh, here it comes. Yeah, and uh, I was just really happy that they called back to an anime that I really really enjoy. Um, <laughs> Got him. It's called it's called uh, the Seven Deadly Sins. <gasps> what a swerve! Oh, oh. no, just kidding. It's it's couple minutes. <laughs> yeah, but I also really love Seven Deadly Sins, though. <laughs> they had a they had a line in this movie that definitely made me think of you, Jason. Where you know half metal alchemist. Yeah, half metal alchemist. No, uh. Captain Marvel is just straight up like, you know, I really thought lust would be more uh, more sexy. But no. hey, you know, whatever. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, you would, you huge weeb. Oh, man. Right? And, and if, if you didn't catch it, you had uh, John Glover, a.k.a. Lionel Luther, playing the father figure in this, playing Mark Strong's dad. Which is, is there? Oh, yeah, that is yeah. him. It was yeah, Lionel dick. Luther himself. I, also, I love that actor. Uh, DC Animated Universe Riddler. Oh, really? I didn't know that. That's him. Wow. Yeah. Well, unless there's two John Glovers and I'm mistaken, but I feel like he's the John Glover. Yeah. 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 
Um, which is actually really funny because I was listening to an episode of everyone's favorite podcast, Armchair Expert, that had Michael Rosenbaum on it. So I was listening to that and I go in and John Glover's the first thing I see and I was like, is the Matrix glitching right now? <laughs> I can't tell. You got a double <laughs> dose of Luthor. I did. And I'm not I'm not angry about it. Uh, yeah, DC, keep this up, please. Like you can have your serious tones as well for movies if you really want to kind of keep that up. Like Wonder Woman was definitely a little more serious of a movie, yeah. but like this is what people like about the DC universe. Not Man of Steel, like none of that, like tonal stuff. Like get that happy go lucky, get that you know goody two shoer just kind of doing his thing and and learning how to be a hero. That's what this movie was. I'm really excited if they ever... I think they, they should be doing a second one. I'm really excited to see what they do. And I'm really excited to see what other nicknames they come up with without actually saying Captain Marvel. Oh, man. Or anything. I, I'm going to go out on a, on a ledge here and jump and say Shazam and say that um, I think I like this more than Captain Marvel. I think ultimately, from beginning to end, I had more enjoyment oh, for yeah. this movie than... I enjoyed this more, too. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Because this doesn't fall into kind of a cookie-cutter mold of a superhero movie. Right. Which Captain Captain Marvel, the film, very much did. Although, you know, don't get me wrong, that film is great in its own right. It's just, there's nothing, I wouldn't say there's anything really innovative about it. Right, right. And this, I think one of the, the big challenges, and I remember reading an article back in Wizard Magazine was the thing that I read. Oh, um, no. Writers really struggle with Captain Marvel because they never know if they should write him as a kid. But he also has, um, what is it, the wisdom of Solomon. Solomon. So he's supposed to be mm-hmm. super smart, but he's also like. Here, here's the here's the trick. You write him as a kid. You write him as like a kid in a trench coat. Yeah. You know, where it's like, oh, yes, I've got to go to the business factory now, <laughs> yeah. which is well, what like I do that. when I'm not a superhero. That's but then ex- in, a, in a pinch is when you give him the wisdom of Solomon. Yeah. It only kind of shows up when he needs it. And that's what I think this movie did really well, too, because there was like they were going to skip school. So like the the security guard is like, oh, no, you have to have your dad with you. Yep. So Billy there runs off right down the hallway, says Shazam. Yeah. And it's like every time he says Shazam, the power cuts because it's just this like surge. And he comes back and he's in a trench coat and he goes, oh, yes, I am the father. I Hello, am son. back from my business at Business Incorporated. Work. <laughs> business work. Business work. <laughs> work business or whatever the fuck he said. Yeah, it's it's just it's dumb, but it's the, the exact kind of dumb that you would expect for from like a, yeah. a kid trying to hustle somebody pretending to be an adult. Like right. th- they have this in the trailer and the commercials and everything you see. And I, I still cracked up when I saw it. He goes to the gas station to buy beer. And he's just sitting there in, a, in his stupid suit. He says, I would like to purchase your finest beer because I am an adult. I'm, and the I'm a attendant's just like, okay, it's there. And they immediately hate it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This movie is great. I really, I really liked it. I hope they do more kind of like this. Um, speaking of movies and things coming up, Casey. Uh, what's next on our radar? Oh yeah, there's a Star War coming there's out. There's a Star War Trek thing. Yeah, there's a the epi- at celebration they released the episode nine trailer, mm-hmm. uh, and I gotta tell you, my enthusiasm for Star Wars is still kind of dead. Really? <laughs> yeah, this uh, didn't this didn't juice up my my loins that much until like the very last second. Um, okay, but just to just to give you the the quick rundown, we've got some uh, we've got some narration 
about legacies and whatnot. We've mm-hmm. got, you know, I mean, you're probably looking at it if you're watching this. Which live, is but. fucking hilarious because the narration goes against everything The Last Jedi said. It really, yep. this is just like, hey, did you it. like episode seven, a.k.a. the last movie that this guy directed? Well, then you'll probably you'll like this one. Probably <laughs> definitely like this. Hey, did you like episode seven and really hate episode eight? Well, yes, guess well, what? We have the movie you, for you. Here you go. Here we got you a, are. We got uh, Ray in the desert. She's doing a cool ass flippy kick lightsaber <laughs> swing over a TIE fighter swooping at her. Uh, mm-hmm. TIE defender, please. TIE uh, defender. Well, no, tie, I believe the actual term <clears throat> is tie silencer. I believe it's a tie silencer if Kylo uh, Ren is behind the uh, wheel sorry, of that bad, bad boy. Bad. Mm. Yep, uh, we got some We got some locales. Look, we know the end of this movie is that Lando got the Millennium Falcon pregnant. That's, mm-hmm. what's gonna, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Hey, his girlfriend's living in it, so. I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's. Uh, what else we got? Um, we got the team assembled. Yeah. We get uh, what looks like debris of the second Death Star, which yep. uh, kind of brings back all those rumors of, did the Ewoks die in a fiery blaze? Yes, <laughs> of course. 30 years ago, <laughs> oh, and no. I would I can't wait to find out. And then it cuts to black with none other than Emperor Palpatine doing his classic laugh. Yeah. So good. Oh, I thought it was Seth Rogen. <laughs> no, you, you, would, you, would, you would be wrong. <laughs> so the I, obviously the thing and we're not going to go too too deep into detail with this particular one because Dave and Serge did this on the spectacular spectacular Star Wars celebration special uh yeah. that will be uh that you can watch on twitch.tv for slash bad Carity funky um probably right now as one of the vods of the replays it'll also be uploaded uh I hear through the grapevine into the podcast channel as well. So you have many places to listen to it. Uh, biggest takeaway for this for me is the trailer just shows them undoing everything about The Last Jedi, which makes me super happy, including rebuilding Kylo Ren's helmet. Yeah. Which I'm very, very excited. Because like that whole like the symbolism of destroying that helmet was this is not going to be like the other Star Wars movies. That this seen. ain't your daddy, this Star ain't your War. This ain't your daddy, Star War. And... Everyone was like, "Well, it you no, know, we want that." Like, you know, we, we want. We there, want there, there are a lot, a lot of exceptions. I'm not, I'm not gonna speak for the entire Star Wars community, but the more I'm seeing this trailer, the more I'm hearing about people's reactions to this trailer. A lot of the people that I know that were all about the Last Jedi have now changed their tune. Do so. they revive Luke Skywalker if they're undoing everything? I mean, it's the rise one. of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, maybe he comes back to life. He's the you know, first Jedi in this new canon to come back, Just along saying. with Palps. Maybe. Maybe. So the question is, mm-hmm. is, there, is Palps coming back, or is it going to be Darth Vader rising with Palps as a Force ghost? Because mm. it is called the Rise of Skywalker. Or is Palps really the first Skywalker? And he's, and he's rising back up. Oh, man. Mm. That'd be weird. That would be super weird. Oh, wait, mm. wasn't there a thing about that? Well, the the prevailing rumor that kind of came to a head in the comic book, at least, was that Palpatine was the guy who was moving midichlorians around to put a baby in Shmi Skywalker. Mm-hmm. So technically, he kind of is Darth Vader's dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just thinking like he could just be like, Lord Vader, your mother and I got it on the old-fashioned way with my wrinkly, gobbled-up dick. You know, you know, just something that Palpatine would say in a movie for children. You know, that's it, of course. Did you wear a condom? He goes, no, 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 no. no. 
<laughs> of course not. They always pull out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're definitely we're terrible people. Every single one of us. Yes. But um. Yeah, hey, try, it's fun, try man. and burn that out of your memory. <laughs> so uh, this is like true teaser fashion where like they show you shit but they don't really show you anything right yeah yeah Yeah. which is why i think why casey you're saying that you weren't really pumped into the last like laugh it's really because they don't really show you much you go okay cool lando's in this and if you're not not gonna go see this movie you're definitely just the kind of person who's like i've never seen star wars and i'm that guy yeah. Like, I'm the guy who shows up at every party who's like, oh, Star Wars? I've never seen it. I have no plans to. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. well, fuck you. Because everybody knows that person. Yeah, yeah, I turn that party into a Star Wars watching party every time someone does that, for the record. <laughs> Look, That's and you know great. what? It's not even hard. You're just like, hey, man, do you have Spike TV? That's all they show. <laughs> <laughs> or that guy that guy who comes in and goes, I've never seen Jurassic Park. And I go, actually, it's called Jurassic Bark. You should look that up. And then I watch. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Status, status, status. I watch him squirm. Yes, see I cry more. every time I see that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm dying a little bit inside. Connie Francis just singing. Oh, uh. all right. Anyways, um, it's a Star Wars, and Star and we're War. we're mildly enthused. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I think on average, like if you if you took the average of all of us, there's a mild enthusiasm. I'm gonna remain. I, I'm excited, but I'm, I'm gonna remain cautious. I like it when my heart gets broken, so I lean into, and, I lean into the hype. And <laughs> and speaking of exercising caution. Mm-hmm. So, in Borderlands news, uh, it was announced a little while ago via Twitter from uh, CEO of Gearbox Software, Randy Pitchford. And noted fan of magic and women doing things and videos on his phone. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that Borderlands 3 will feature the character, the popular character, Reese from Tales from the Borderlands. However, Troy Baker will not be reprising his role as he, uh, as it was put, uh, Randy heard that Troy was not interested. Uh, When I heard this uh, news, my immediate reaction, which I didn't do, but my my gut reaction was to open up Twitter on my phone, tweet at Troy Baker and be like, explain immediately. (laughs) Uh, A lot of people apparently had that reaction and troy baker is saying now that he was never asked <gasps> and that what maybe, and the the real uh cherry on this sunday is that he kind of calls randy out and says that you know maybe you should uh check your facts before you tweet things out oh yeah. so that's that's the the big borderlands three drama you think just because i spend all my time on a couch with nolan north i don't have my finger on the pulse of what people (laughs) want i mean the people really you got a 50 50 shot of guessing what the people want and on that couch you're gonna have 100 percent accuracy one yeah people for the record if you haven't been watching retro replay i've done nothing (laughs) since pax since i realized that was a thing but just binge it i actually finished up every single episode as of today that's amazing. It's so good. Um, Borderlands 3, for those of you who don't know, and you didn't listen to the PAX episode, was announced at PAX East uh, 2019, and it's coming out this year. So get ready for that. They have uh, new classes. They have new uh, areas to explore, new guns. They got guns with legs now. They they, they got everything. They except got legs apparently and guns, too. Yeah. They also... Uh, pulled it though from Steam for the first six months of its actual release, mm-hmm. and to making it an exclusive on uh, Epic 
Epic is just buying the rights to games and just being like, mine. Well, Epic um, also takes less of a percentage than Steam does by quite a they bit. They do, yeah. But now I'm starting to call it Hoarderland. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, did a the lot same of people thing, are though. upset. Yeah, they did. And, yep. But people get upset about that. You know what I mean? Like people like are really mad, especially like the loyal Steam, like the Valve Corp people. They're all angry. Yeah, I'm not changing platforms for no man. I, I, I got Borderlands one and two on Steam, and I ain't changing nothing. I think that like right. now the the day and age of Steam having all of the games at launch and being your main gaming library, I guess so to speak, it's over. Well, I remember when Steam didn't have anything like that was new. You know what I mean? It was all old games on their library. Yeah, I mean, for a super long. There's time. been like, a while oh. now. That it, they've had day one access to a lot of different games, oh, yeah. but like, damn it, Netflix! Yeah, damn it! I remember when you could buy every game in the Steam library in perpetuity. It was a ridiculous amount of money, and boy, do I regret it now. Yeah, here's a Mario. Here's a Mario. <laughs> Ultimately, Troy Baker did say uh, he was interested in reprising his role, despite kind of all of this. So hopefully, they will get him back on. Um, as Soul Get a Guy Adam is bringing up as well, there is going to be crossplay between PC and Xbox One currently. No news yet on PlayStation 4, uh, but that's just that's kind of exciting news right there. Uh, yeah, the Epic Store I think has been getting a pass for me lately because they've been giving a lot of free games out and every two weeks, good free games. Like, Damn. I didn't even realize what I was having on there until I saw it, as well as actually the um, Twitch desktop app. Because if you have Twitch Prime, not only can you give your favorite podcast in the world a free two dollars and fifty cents, it doesn't cost you anything. Wink, wink, but you nudge, nudge, also, say no more. You also get a whole bunch of free games. Like for example, I didn't realize that I had The Walking Dead season one and two, and Tales from the Borderlands, and Devil May Cry HD remake. Wait a minute! Don't you already have oh. every Telltale game ever made on PlayStation, and most of them, most of them on Steam? But I didn't have season two of Walking Dead oh. or Tales from the Borderlands because that came out after I got that voucher from Telltale that gave me all the free games, which is probably why they didn't make a lot of money. Yeah. Giving out free vouchers for all their games. <laughs> what a business model. Rip. We'll give everything away for free. Rip. Oh. Um, but yeah, that's that's the Borderlands three. All the dramas right here in a bite-sized nutshell for you. So we'll kind of see what happens with that. Last up on the docket. Guys, remember that time there was this giant ass old church in Paris? Then it caught on fire and everyone was sad about it. Mm. Rip. Yeah. Except Frollo. Everyone except Frollo. <laughs> except Frollo. Mm. <laughs> so anyways, all the big, everyone's up in arms, you know. Uh, the spire fell down on Notre Dame. Um, and... So one crazy thing about all this is that the art, uh, the kind of art department at Ubisoft that worked on Assassin's Creed, um, they they actually have probably one of the most detailed like schematics that they because they had to, uh, of that spire because they had to recreate or as close to it as oh, they could wow. um, to make Assassin's Creed Unity. So not only have they done that, but on the UPlay store right now it is April 18th that we're recording this, but by April 21st you can actually go to the UPlay website and download Assassin's Creed Unity for free. Mm-hmm. And you can watch it burn oh, all digitally. Free. That's oh, true. Good That's God horrible. Why? So anyways, um, yeah. 
so it's all crazy. Uh, I think actually Ubisoft also contributed a whole bunch of money to try to help and uh, contribute to the restoration mm. of Notre Dame. So a lot of people have stepped up to help out with that, which is really cool. Especially a billionaire yeah. who could probably single-handedly finance it. Mm. That is true. I mm-hmm. mean, like I'll just take like a million personally. Or, yeah. I'm not hot. Greedy, just give me a hot meal. I'll take. I'll the take Vatican a half a could have done it. The Vatican could have just like chopped off a part of its golden Dude. city and just been like, here you go, take this. <laughs> take this gold lump and fix your roof. Real talk, though, like, I'm all for restoring it, but that that building is one of, is the creepiest building I've ever been inside. I've never been in. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. They literally have a statue of an angel of death standing over an open coffin, like, just there. This is a picture Pretty of a cool. Is that not being normal decor for a horse? That sounds kind of metal but also very Catholic. It was like <laughs> the weirdest it was like the weirdest like metal blurred moment. lines. It was just turning the corner and being like what the shit? It's kind of weird that like a lot of Catholic a lot of Christian people get like angry at like metal bands when like you guys are like almost walking the same line. Mm. You guys need to relax and just get together because all your favorite stuff is all the same. <laughs> Look, run for the hills, man. Run for yeah, your life. Run for yeah, I got there. Um, another another desktop app that's just giving away free games. It's kind of crazy. Uh, speaking of Assassin's Creed 2, in case you were wondering about maybe the latest Assassin's Creed and how you could get it for dirt cheap, boy, do I have a deal for you. This is apparently also the episode where I do a lot of advertisements. A lot of Well, I'll tell you, you're not speaking very highly of yourself. It sounds a little... Humble. Ah, that's right, Casey. Uh, the Humble Monthly Bundle, which is you pay 12 bucks a month and you get a whole boatload of games. Uh, they revealed that the game for April is actually none other than Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is nice. actually one of my favorite Assassin's Creed games, to be honest. So I, I ended up getting it um, pretty close to launch and I never finished it, but it was just a lot of fun. It's not your typical Assassin's Creed game. It's definitely more, I'm going to say like infamous-y. If anyone played the, the PlayStation exclusive infamous, but you know, it takes place in ancient Greece. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's my favorite Assassin's Creed other than Assassin's Creed 2. That's my favorite thus far, but this is definitely a, a close second. So you can definitely pick that up. You can also use the, uh, the link that shows up in the podcast feed, uh, to when you if you subscribe through that, it gives a little bit of cash in our pocket, and you get a whole bunch of free games as well. Um, I know I, I've gotten a whole bunch of really good stuff off of this subscription, so I'm super pumped about this. Um, and with that, unless anyone has any final thoughts, no, good. I don't want to hear them anyways. Uh, that's going to be all the time that we have for tonight. This has been issue number 183 of the Bad Goody Funky Podcast. I want to go ahead and, and uh, thank everyone for kind of joining us today, tonight in chat. Uh, we had Soul Get a Guy Adam, good to see you. We had Stealth Killer, good to see you as well. Rurutu always showing up with those clutch references. And Dave the Bearder Menace is actually in chat right now fighting yeah. away... Wait, he's not dead. I mean, fighting away maybe a sickness or death of some kind. I don't know. I we just certainly didn't have a hand in any of that. <laughs> who's who's to say? Who's to say? Really? Gotta lock my basement more carefully. Wait, wait, wait. Time. He they guys, they're obviously not dead because he's in chat right now, so it's fine. 
It's not a cover so I'm up. Exonerated. It's, it's it's fine. It's called an alibi now because he's there. Um, remember, if you tuned into this episode maybe a little later, you can always catch these on um, the replay when they get nice and cut up, nice and neat, and sounds a lot better. Uh, you can find the podcast over on SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and basically wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Wherever podcasts are sold, but ours is free. Yes, it's true. It's it's always free unless you want to give us money, and then we can. If you want to say hi, say what's up, maybe um, ask us what we think about a certain topic, you can always email thebcfpodcast at gmail.com. That's thebcfpodcast at gmail.com. That's a direct line uh, to us, except Jason, because you don't want a direct line to Jason. Trust me. Why not? I can't think of a good reason. I couldn't take the intensity. It's it's. I don't, I don't think I could take the consistent. I full send a lot of hate mail. So if I had, <laughs> he sends a lot of hate mail, and he's on at least three government watch lists. <laughs> we won't tell you which government, and but it may be closer also, than you think. And he's if going for four. Lo- if you're at my, if you're at the local post office, can you take my picture down from the wall? Please? <laughs> uh, and remember, if you need some more podcasts to listen to. You can always subscribe to the Geek Generation Network and my new show called Adapt This, uh, which we talk about DC animated movies and read the comics and do really terrible voice acting reenactments. It's, am, it's am I going to be allowed on that show or am I getting frosted out of this? Too? I mean, <laughs> we're not going to be covering any Full Metal Alchemist or well, Seven then, Deadly what, Sins. I don't want to be a part well, of it. Well, then you just frosted yourself out. Hey, Jason, want to start a full, a full Metal Alchemist podcast? Yes. <laughs> All right, cool. Wait, is this not a Full Metal Alchemist podcast? I thought this was the whole time. <laughs> Sometimes I forget our own gimmicks. <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, remember, if you want to tune in live, you can find us at twitch.tv forward slash bad coyote funky on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Stay tuned to the Twitter for announcements of when we go live, or you could even just hit the follow button and then it'll just ping on your phone directly. Everyone, thank you so much for hanging out. Have a good night. Remember, we'll see you next time or we will see you another time.